What's up, bitches? I'm Nita. I'm Harris. And this is Bitch Why, our podcast where we talk about all the things we like and dislike and why anyone would make them. You may notice that Gaia is not here today. Instead, we have Harris. <laughs> Gaia's fine. They just take a little breaky break because they're working real hard on the farm. But we are just a couple of artsy bitches learning about what makes art good and how to talk about it. Harris, how are you? I'm I'm good. I'm thriving. I'm living. How are you? I am am doing good. How is the farm you are working on? It's wonderful. Everybody seems to be on a farm these days. Literally everyone except me is on a fucking farm, and I'm so upset. Well, that golf course farm will be coming up soon, so... We are going to make that golf course farm happen. So we'll all be on a farm eventually. And we will. Yes. A little cryptic. That's all I want. We all end up on a farm sometime. <laughs> We're already in the farm. Everybody's on a farm. The farm oh of my society. What? <laughs> that was already such a good like intro for a scary movie. Yeah. <laughs> but do you have any snacks? Is there anything you're snacking on? Recently, oh, <laughs> recently, me and the person I'm farming with and have been living with for the past like three months we've been watching all of the naruto episodes which is incredibly (laughs) embarrassing but it's also wonderful because i realized that naruto raised me better than my father ever could and it's really great going back to it and being like wow oh i didn't get any of the things that i needed from my dad and i actually got it from this animated character who told me to believe it so Yeah, but Naruto's really good. <laughs> like, better than Shakespeare, don't at me. <laughs> oh my god. Guy is gonna be so mad. That, like, blows any snacks I have, like, fully out of the water. What are your snacks? Okay, so I actually, like, with Guy, like, we both listen to a lot of true crime, and I remember telling them, like, in January or February, I was like, I can't keep listening to true crime because, like, the world is, like, so much... I'm already, like, depressed, and I can't listen to true crime because it's gonna make it worse. But now, um, the state of the world is so bad that listening to true crime feels like a break. (laughs) (laughs) Sad. yeah, so I've been I listened to um last podcast on the left did like a five part series about the JFK assassination. Oh, the JFKs are so sexy. Sorry, not when they're dead, but not with the, <laughs> the Kennedys. Yeah, the Kennedys, not the JFK. You're, no, you're fine. <laughs> we I know what you meant. Um, that fucking family is so cursed. The Kennedys mm-hmm. are so cursed. Worse than the Glee clap cast. Um... Oh my god! Literally, that video of like Glee predicting the future for like five minutes terrifying um yeah so yeah that's what i've been listening to um speaking of terrifying things what are we gonna talk about today some scary scary movies <laughs> movies um so this is actually more of a freeform episode this week y'all we harris is here we love us some good horror films so we're just gonna talk about like scary movies and like how we feel about them and we're just gonna go with it we're gonna see where this episode takes us I have a I have a starter question for you, oh Harris. Excited. How did you how did you first get into horror movies? You know, I was thinking about this before before you called me. And I was wondering if it was when my father, while wow, he keeps on coming up, showed me snakes on a plane when I was younger. Oh and I couldn't use the restroom without like a guardian watching me because I was afraid a snake was gonna bite me in the ass when no. I was using the restroom. <laughs> no. But like that initial fear got me into it and I was like, oh, it's kinda like riding a roller coaster where you're always afraid, but then it's in real life too, because the paranoia <laughs> leaves the film as well and the roller coaster. Um and then I just Kept on getting into it more and more. And then recently I started watching Dead Meat. Well, not super recently, like two years ago. <gasps> I love with Dead James Meat. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I've just been like on the horror train. Uh, yeah. How did you get into Actually, it? Actually, I, I have a Dead Meat shirt that says Final <gasps> Girl on it. I love Dead Meat. Actually, I did traumatize my sister with the movie Snakes on a Plane because it was on and we were like just flipping through channels. And then I was like, we're going to watch this. And I must have been like eight. And then she was like four or five. And I was like, we're watching this. And she was like, no. <laughs> and she, 
she has snakes on a plane drama also and that's my fault but like i remember like flipping through channels and like a chucky movie was on i think it was the first one i think it was child's play and it was like the part where he like strangles a man while the man's driving yeah it's like in the very first 30 minutes of the movie and i was like what is this and then i just think ever since then i've like loved scary movies i've loved getting spooked actually my first scary thing was the movie monsters inc was like i thought <sighs> randall was gonna kill me <laughs> like, oh randall my dad had people to, tell like, me i look like a randall oh my god it's so kind of them <laughs> <laughs> my dad would have to like sit in the closet when i fell asleep um because i was like so scared and then i also had like a recurring nightmare that et was gonna steal my mom <laughs> et looks like a can of sausage et is a fucking poop goblin and i hate him <laughs> he's gross <laughs> i hate him so much he's honestly to this day i feel like et is a scarier thing to me than like most of the scary movies i watched Ooh. did you watch goosebumps when you were little <gasps> yes okay oh okay. my god i did we were also great intros to horror <laughs> did you see the like newer versions of like they're like saying they're goosebumps but it's like not called goosebumps it's like rl stein's haunting hour or something no oh my god there was one episode that my sister and i would watch like every halloween and it was about this girl who who gets a doll that's like a just like you doll kind of like those american girl <laughs> dolls but it's like a life-size one and then slowly it starts to, like, take over the house and, like, take over her body. And, like, then she gets run over by a car. And it's, like, it's insane. It's run over by a car? Yeah, the doll is, like, the doll, like, she's, like, crossing the street to, like, chase after the girl. And then, boom, she gets hit by a oh, truck. Oh, the doll gets the doll. hit. I the thought doll. the girl. <laughs> no, no, the, the doll is slowly like, switching wow, bodies with the girl. No, 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 no. It's such a mess. Wasn't there a Goosebumps movie with the wonderful Jack Black? Yes. Did you see it? I did not. But I, the father figure at the farm I'm um, oh farming God, at, he he has a hate for Jack Black, and I I do not. I think Jack Black's a great guy, but it's weird he... for him to be in a Goosebumps movie. Yeah, he's like. I mean, he's. I feel like he's like infiltrating like a bunch of different series where he's like, "I'll be in Goosebumps. I'll be in Jumanji." Like all these series that you're like, "I forgot these existed." Like he's in everything. Yeah. So I've been watching a ton of like B horror movies, just like crap horror movies in quarantine, just to feel something. Ooh, any Ricks? Oh, <laughs> um, have you seen this movie Creep? It's on Netflix. I started watching it, but to be honest, uh, the <laughs> the character reminded me too much. My brother has a lot of mental disabilities, so the character oh, no. like made me feel uh, like uh, when I was little and I had to get a lock on my door because my one time I woke up and my brother was watching me sleep. <laughs> oh no! Might be another reason I like horror movies because they're like a little close to home. <laughs> I I really like horror movies that are too real. Like okay, mm -hmm. what? What scares you the most? Like, what kind of horror movie? Here's the thing. I don't think I'm even scared by horror movies. <laughs> I just like watching them and being like, oh, okay, so this is what humans are scared of. Oh my god, <laughs> <Which> Harris! Is... <laughs> but I, I like, like, body horror stuff. Mm. It doesn't really scare me, but it makes me, like, itchy. <laughs> Uh, oh in, not in the STI way, but in the, <laughs> like, like oh, I'm feeling the things that are happening to the characters, like sorta on my body while I'm watching, and that kind of feels nice to feel things. I love that you're like a body horror empath. There's this movie on Netflix called Terrifier. Yes, I've seen it. Oh my god, the part where spoiler, my crotch hurt a lot. Oh uh, yeah, when he's got the full chainsaw just going. Oh, this that poor woman. Oh my god, mm -hmm. fully cuts her in half. Ooh, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. It's a lot, a lot of blood. I it's so much blood. That movie is like absolutely nonsense, but that clown is really scary. Yeah, he's a really good actor yeah. i i was just watching him and i was like wow i was like how you does move he... amazing his physical uh, life kind of sexy <laughs> no he's not sexy 
I get scared and then I like laugh at myself getting scared. Like that's the fun part is like, Hmm. like, oh, I freaked myself out. But then it used (laughs) to be like, I would get, I would just be so terrified and the movie would like sit with me for like days. I remember one time I was like eating dinner alone, like everyone else had already eaten, I guess. So I was like eating on the, on the table and then this spoon that was like sitting in the sink, like fell out of the sink and I had just seen a scary movie before, and I was like, fuck! Like, I, like, I love when a movie sticks with you for a little bit, but, like, not too much, because then I can't sleep for days. But I like that. I like living in the in the fear. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just remembered. I'm, like, so easily startled in real life. Mm. Like, someone can, like, tap on a wooden table, and, like, I'm right there, and it will spook me. But if I'm watching a horror movie, I, like, know I'm watching a movie, so mm. it never scares me. Sorry, the spoon thing that you mentioned. No, 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 you're right. It's like, it's like I can focus all of my anxiety into this hour 30 horror movie. I, I mean, I'm sure there's people who like watch scary movies and they have anxiety and it's like worse for them. But for me, it's like, <laughs> I know I'm getting into anxious place versus like all of life is always an anxious place. And I don't know when the jump scare is coming. <laughs> and you know, it's going to end. You know, the anxiety is going to yes. be done. Okay, I guess that's the thing of like, some movies I'm like very happy when they are done and and like like exorcism movies always have like a very specific arc where you're like okay family moves in person moves into a house whatever they get they get possessed and then like you slowly they're figuring out they're getting possessed right and then they have the exorcism and then it's over and then you're like okay like the thing is done I've been like excised of my (laughs) of the stuff and then you're like okay cool I hate though when it's a one-off movie and then there's, like, a cut at the end that's, like, it's not over. And then I'm, like, fuck. Like, oh, I you love d- that. Oh, I hate that. I hate it Do you so not much. like Carrie? No, I love, okay. Carrie? Well, wait, Carrie, that's a dream. But, oh, you're right. But, like, <laughs> I still, I still kind of like the, I mean, even in my, the stuff I write, I love endings that aren't fully finished. There's still an ending. Like, there's still credits. So that's what I mean with the ending, mm. like, the anxiety being done. I'm, I love works that don't end neatly, but I still like that they have a credits and I know it's over. I, I, I don't like for them to end neatly, but sometimes when like in an exorcism movie or something, or like The Grudge, this happens at the end of The Grudge where you like hear her sound like uh, again, and I'm mm-hmm. like... Then what was all that for? Like, what did you make us go through that for? For her to show up again? I thought we banished her because you did the thing and then she's gone and, like, she's back? Like, it's, that always stresses me out. Like, the promise of, like, you went through all of that. Yeah, the catharsis, I guess. Ugh, ew. Do do we go to drama school? We do. Ew. I hate having a vocabulary to talk about the things we're interested in. That's literally like me. That's this whole podcast. <laughs> so like, mm-hmm. um, we know how to talk about art, so like, let's talk about it. I do really like the movies that are like less supernatural and more like this yes. can actually happen to me. Yeah. I, n- I n- like never watch ghost movies. They're just, they just don't interest me. I'll watch mm-hmm. them for like some dumb fun, mm. but like I want like a something to really fuck me up. <laughs> I wrote down all the, <gasps> like, scary movies I could think yes, of let's hear them. Um, that I've seen. Oh, but I was just going to say, I think the only, like, paranormal one on there is VHS. I was going to say it's VHS. Like... Have you seen VHS? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's so... great. Lovely. That anthology is so wild. That also made my, made my crotch hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That movie, I think, was, like, super low budget and, like, just a wild time. But you wanted to hear all the yes, horror movies that I wrote list. down. I also made a list. Okay. The Final Destination movies. Yes. Suspiria. Yes. Uh, I also wrote some uh, shows. So The Haunting of Hill House mm-hmm. and this like Canadian show called Slasher. The Ritual. Tusk. Tusk actually is one of the movies that like made me feel the grossest at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terrifier I wrote down. Oh my god. <laughs> Raw by Julia DeCorna. Oh my god. Raw is so good. Yeah, it is really good. Hellraiser and Society. It follows Cube, Saw, Circle, uh, Scream, and The Scream Show, uh, Sweeney Todd. Does that count? That's a little nerdy of me. Um, The the Silence of the Lambs, Snakes on a Plane. (laughs) (laughs) The true TV show, A Thousand Ways to Die. Oh my god. (laughs) 
Um, the Lighthouse, Angst by Gerald Cargill. It's German. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Ringu, Funny Games, The Vivitch. The Vivitch. Um, Psychopaths by Mickey Keating, The Thing and Alien, The Ward, which I used to at slumber parties, I'd be like, can we watch The Ward, which no one knew about it, but it was like a John Carpenter film. And I was like, we must watch The Ward. Friday the 13th, mother exclamation mark, which no one else likes, but I like it. I liked it. It was weird, but I liked it. Train to Busan, Carrie, uh, American Psycho, and Climax. Climax. I'm working on a project with a friend and he keeps referencing Climax and like in his mood board. And I know I need to watch it, but he's like, it's going to mess you up for a bit. And I'm like, am I ready? Maybe it would have messed me up if I had done like heavy drugs before. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, because this isn't a spoiler because it happens in the beginning. And like, you know about it if you're going into Mm -hmm. it, but they spike the drink at a party with like LSD. Mm -hmm. And so everybody starts going wacky. But I've never had the experience of LSD to like feel i don't know i've never i haven't even really done marijuana fun fact so i don't i don't really feel that connection with movies where everybody goes a little mad because of drug mm. but it was cool dancing <laughs> i feel like i mean this is different like weed and lsd are completely different but like in stoner movies when they're high they're like whoa dude i'm like i've never felt that way high like ever i've been high <laughs> once in my life and it was with a stranger. Oh, no. um, and so I got super paranoid. But I do remember being like, wow, this apple tastes like God. <laughs> <laughs> and then being like, how am I going to get home? I was in like Brooklyn at 3 a.m. <laughs> it was such a bad decision. I... <laughs> Fun facts. I make bad decisions. You're in your 20s. It's time to be dumb. It's okay to be a little dumb. Thank you. Do you want to hear my list? Yes. Okay, let's see if because there's a lot of the same ones, but I'll I'll like say them anyway because I think it'll be cute. Killer clowns from outer space. (laughs) (laughs) Cotton candy. So stupid, and I love it. Um, us get out. Halloween. Child's play. Friday the Thirteenth. The Conjuring movies I actually really liked. They got lame. I really liked The Conjuring too. Actually, there's a part where like there's this big scary like tall monster man in like a top hat. Have you ever dressed up as like Slenderman for Halloween? No, but I did dress up as It the Clown that one Halloween and I felt like a Slenderman. Oh my god. Uh, a Slenderman It the Clown baby because I was so tall. <laughs> oh my god, the clown baby. That's from It Chapter 2, right? I haven't seen It Chapter 2. Yeah, It Chapter 2. Yeah, we're going to talk about it later this month. I'm reading the book and it's so fucking huge. I'm just waiting for the child orgy part, and I'm like, yes, not, I was about I'm to say excited. that's all I know about the book. Oh, there's also like a god turtle or something. Yeah, the god turtle that they have like the showdown, and then like the way that you defeat it is like you have a a joke off or whatever. It's like so oh stupid, god. and whoever can cocaine's make the, a hell of a drug. Yeah, literally, Stephen King doesn't even remember writing Cujo. He was like on a two day bender, and and then he woke up and he was like, I have a book. Can you imagine like doing drugs and then waking up and being like. Oh my god, I wrote a play. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sounds kind of lovely. It's, Maybe yeah, I should it's get into heavy drugs. Because then I don't have to think about. It. <laughs> I'll just wake up. I thank have you, Nita, friend. for for making the case for everybody to do heavy drugs. Oh no, <laughs> we don't condone um, heavy drug use on Bitch Why. Um, please use drugs responsibly. Oculus, have you seen the movie Oculus? I have with with Amy Pond. Amy Pond. <laughs> Yeah, this episode is me just revealing I'm a complete nerd. That's, no, you're literally fine. That's what we do every every episode. I also put down Haunting of Hill House. That was my depression show like two years ago. I watched it like four times. Yeah, I remember watching an episode with you in your apartment. <gasps> oh my god! I remember The memories. That. The bent neck lady. Ooh! Oh yeah. So scary. <laughs> I love it. Um, Insidious. Mm-hmm. Sinister. I put Midsommar, Hereditary, VHS, Saw, Final Destination. That movie, Ma, was, like, so stupid, but, like, very fun. Um, Paul, and, like, we watched it. Paul, Camellia, Ella, me, and UV, like, they wanted to watch it again, and I'd already rented it, but I was like, fuck, I'll rent it again. Like, it's so dumb. Oh, my God, I made Cameron watch Happy Death Day with me. And like that movie, I heard it's good. It is actually really good, and the second one is also really good. 
I love when horror movies that look like they're going to be so stupid and like not good just end up surprising you and are wonderful. Yeah, it was actually like such a fun time and like a really smart. I love smart horror movies and I love I actually really like meta horror movies because then they like know you're watching a scary movie and the person in the movie knows that they're in a scary movie and that's really fun. It's so weird to me that horror movies are like the only genre I can think of that has like a scream, like a movie that's so meta and plays with it super well. I can't think of any other genre, well, I guess maybe comedy, but like the horror movies tropes are just so like established and set and fun to play with unlike any other genre. So meta meta horror movies are always great. That totally makes sense. I've yet to see a really meta romantic comedy that's like good. Yeah. There was that one called They Came Together, which had um Amy Poehler in it. Oh my I have not seen this. <laughs> it's not good though. Okay. If I was in a horror movie, I would know I was in a horror movie. And I would like when my characters that I'm watching know that they're in a fucking horror movie. Also, like, white people in horror movies are so dumb. And it's like... This is true. And, like, I would not do that. First off, I wouldn't even move into that haunted-ass house. Have you seen Split? I don't know if that counts. Yeah, I think it does. I have not. It's really... But I think it counts. It's wild. It's M. Night Shyamalan, right? Fun fact, my parents went to M. Night Shyamalan's wedding. Ooh, did they have fun? (laughs) Was there a twist at the end? Did no one get married? (laughs) He got married before Signs came out, which was his first... Was Signs his first movie or Sixth Sense? Anyway, my parents knew the bride's family, so they were at the wedding. My dad, his name, uh, M. Knight, M stands for Minoj, that's his name. And so, oh. yeah, so my dad was like, who is this Minoj guy? And then someone was like, oh, it's just some director from Philadelphia. And my dad was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then, like, three or four years later, like, fucking Signs comes out, and he's like, that's Minoj. <laughs> um i know that guy i know that guy i was at that man's wedding um which is like (laughs) such a stereotype but yeah um the omen i love creepy kid movies i have this friend guy also has this friend named adam who we talk to all the time and play D &D with and he has this thing where he doesn't watch movies with child actors because he thinks they're bad it's unethical that too i don't think he thinks about that which (laughs) that's what i think about Yeah, I guess it's unethical, especially in a horror movie. Yeah, I mean, like, I remember thinking back, like, the kid in The Shining didn't know he was in a horror movie. Really? Yeah, like, in that tricycle scene, they're like, hey, just, like, ride your little bike. Just ride that bike, okay? And they scared him? No, I don't think they showed him. I mean, if if someone just put two twin girls in front of you and then said, oh, my God, make (laughs) a shocked face. And then he was like, okay, oh. And then that's it. And like that, the shot, like, I, I think he didn't know he was in a scary movie because then that actor in an interview was like, oh, I wasn't allowed to watch the movie I was in until I was like 14. That's good, I guess. Yeah. What were you going to say? Sorry, I, my mind went back to meta movies and I was like, oh, Cabin in the Woods. Yes, Cabin in the Woods is on my list. It's so fucking good. And Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. Also good. Also fantastic. Home. This episode is just recommendations. Yeah, this episode is just recommending movies. <laughs> Have you seen Ready or Not? Uh, no, but I saw the Dead Meat Breakdown. Yeah, it's so good. My family and I watched it together, and we were like, "Why is this so good? Like, it's so fun. It's like if Knives Out was a horror movie." I also have the Vivitch. I have. The, the Vivitch. I have. <laughs> it follows the lighthouse. Have you seen As Above, So Below? I don't think so. Is That's that a cave one? one? Where they- yeah, they, like, go into the catacombs. Oh, my God, The Descent is also a really good cave one. That movie freaks me out. Because they're, like, weird, Ooh. scary, hybrid people monsters. Have you ever been in a cave? <laughs> no, I'm never. No. Why, again, a horror movie situation, <laughs> why would I do that? I went on, like, like a little bit in a cave. I haven't gone spelunking. <laughs> I but... went, like, a little bit in a cave. <laughs> Just the tip of me went in a cave. Oh, my God, please. <laughs> This episode's gonna be like the episode title's gonna be just the tip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, have you seen all of the all of the Jason movies? You know, there was a weird period of my childhood where me and my brother would watch uh, Friday Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street, but like mm-hmm. I just like walk into his room while he was watching it. So I don't know if I've seen all of them, <laughs> but I've definitely seen bits. They've like permeated your 
your yes. subconscious, but you don't remember. Yeah, I rem- I've seen all of them. Jason Takes Manhattan is, <laughs> w- like, why? <laughs> like, there's, they just get so wild, but they're so fun. Um, I remember, like, one time we were, wa- my friend, I, like, this was when Blockbuster was still a thing. I miss Blockbuster. Um, I miss Blockbuster too. Did you? I ever, miss like, the smell of carpet. <laughs> oh my god! Did you ever like walk through the horror movie aisle to look at the movie covers and get scared and be like, "Oh my god!" And then you're like thinking about the horror movie cover for like days. That's what I yeah. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Blockbuster. I also have Train to Busan. Zom- I had a big zombie phase. I like j- watched Walking Dead. Have you seen Twenty Eight Days Later? No, I, zombie movies aren't really mine. But I saw World War Z. World, World, World War Z. I have the book. Okay, there was a guy in high school I had a huge crush on, and he loved zombie things. So then, naturally, my he personality. A he was a zombie. Watch out. So, <laughs> watch out. <laughs> so then, like, naturally, my entire personality then became zombie movies. Um, Sexy zombies. Sexy zombies. <laughs> there's that rom-com with the zombies. Warm bodies. Oh, my God. I read the book um was it good <laughs> yeah it was fine it was just like romeo and juliet but like with zombies zombies so Ooh, stupid coming for gaia's brand yeah oh my god well yeah because his name is r and then the girl's <gasps> name is julie and then you're oh like okay this is like clearly this is so dumb <laughs> <laughs> we talked about like exorcism movies we talked about like ghost movies how do you feel about alien Alien, alien. Movies. Oh my god, alien movies scare the shit. Okay, actually, because aliens either are not, we've not confirmed or denied if they're real. Alien movies they are really scary. Stop. <laughs> but did you not that government thing where oh, they release yeah. the? <laughs> I was like, okay, you know what they should do though. All those people who've like been alien truthers, like they need reparations. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, there's this movie called Dark Skies. It's on Netflix also. Um, Carrie Russell is in it. She was in, like, the show The Americans. She's just, like, a really good actress. She's, like, so pretty and good. She's, like, Tony Collette light. Tony Collette. Oh, my God. Tony Collette and Hereditary. Fantastic. Um, I, I like Tony Collette for a weird, obscure reason. Why do you like Tony Collette? She was in this show on Broadway that only, like, lasted a week called The Wild Party. And... Oh, I know The Wild Party! Oh my yeah. god! Well, there's two The Wild Parties. And there's one written by this composer named La Cuisa, and there's one by Andrew Lippa. And I like the La Chuisa, La Cuisa. I don't know how to pronounce his name. And Tony Collette's voice is amazing. And I know... people who like Tony Collette, like, don't know that. And they need to listen to The Wild Party by La Chuisa, C-H. Um, so they can, they can hear Tony and Colette just go off, because her voice is amazing. Holy shit, okay, I will put that in the show notes, what the fuck? Her, her best song on that is called The Low Down Low, I think, so if you just want to hear Tony Colette, that would probably be the best song. Wow, I didn't even know she could sing, holy shit. Oh yeah, so in Dark Skies, the, the quote at the beginning of Dark Skies was like, either we're completely alone in the universe, or we aren't, and both both outcomes are equally terrifying and i know that like i knew that in my head but reading the quote like fucked me up for like 20 minutes you want to okay you want to hear a thought that i've been having that's super depressing about aliens yes okay i've been like wow us as humans like our civilization we're so close to the brink of destruction and (laughs) we haven't like reached farther than our cosmos than our universe our like little or orbit whatever um and i think maybe that's just when things gain consciousness they end up destroying each other and then they never like they might like work towards reach like going beyond their stars but they never end up doing that because they they destroy their own civilization before they ever can so that's maybe that's why we haven't seen any aliens because they're all on like like that black mirror episode hang the dj I was like, that's like every every one of the alien civilizations have destroyed themselves before they've ever reached us. <laughs> oh my god, you're I mean like probably right. But also the U.S. was like aliens. <laughs> yeah, but they're also like they might be real. Did you, have you seen Alien by? Yes, I've Carpenter? seen. <laughs> okay. Have you seen Have you seen Alien? Yes, I've seen Alien. <laughs> have you seen 
alien? Um, yeah, Gaia hasn't, because I keep telling them that the character of Ripley um, was supposed to be a dude, and then they just, like, casted Sigourney Weaver. Um, wow. And that's why that character's written so well for a lady, because the, the white men just wrote a white man, and then they were like, oh, what happens if we put a woman? Wow, she's, like, fully fleshed out? That's amazing. <laughs> me watching naruto and all the female characters are written so horribly it's so sad it's, <laughs> i'm like you um, could have just <laughs> done anything i really want to write like a horror movie that's like the roles are reversed the, okay the one stereotype i fucking hate in horror movies is like the woman who's like at home or is like she's the one experiencing all this stuff because like her husband's gone um at work all the time and and he comes home and then she's like honey like that because this happened and i rewatched all the insidious movies and that happened to poor rose burn every time and she's like i am telling you like fucking stuff is happening in this house and then patrick swayze no. <laughs> and then ghost Pat, ghost um oh my god and then what the fuck is his name? Anyway, his name is Patrick something. I don't know, but he's in a lot of movies. He's in so many scary movies. He's just like carved out a little space for himself in horror movies. It's like that girl who's also in The Conjuring with him, but also in Bates Motel. Yes! That oh, actor. Yeah, they're both so always pretty. in things. Um, Yeah, mm-hmm. I know who you're talking oh, She's gorgeous. Um, Don't know her name. <laughs> don't know. I don't know anyone's name. I respect her. I admire her. I don't know I her name. I am looking respectfully and cannot remember the name. Is um, his name Will Arnett or Will something? Thing. no but he looks like will arnett yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Literally. Okay. okay i also i always mix up matthew mcconaughey and owen wilson all right all right all right all right no because like around this in the in the like mid 2000s they were both like rom-com leads and then matthew mcconaughey like went oh. and became like an oscars baby yeah oscars baby but before that he was like just a rom-com dude okay the women not until like the fucking climax of like when the house haunting gets, like, real or, like, injures somebody or, like, the child gets taken or something, then the husband finally believes the the wife. And I'm like, I hate, I hate it. Like, I hate watching people telling women that they're crazy um, for an entire movie. I hate watching that, too, but I, I must admit... <laughs> uh watching my my parents uh, <laughs> it's not that far from believable Harris. which is so sad is this whole episode <laughs> <laughs> my trauma with my my parental unit this, formerly known as my father <laughs> this is an episode that's harris therapy with a little bit of scary movies um what wait i have a real question yeah what like what what do you think keeps you like on scary movies? Like Ooh. we we talked about like why you like the your first introduction to them, but what like kept you on the the path of I I want to watch these scary things? Fuck. <laughs> I think that in terms of genre, I like know what to accept, expect, but I also don't. With like rom-coms, I think it's kind of the same, like they're very formulaic. But it's it's really refreshing and cool when people take a horror movie and then like really make it their own. And that's what I really love. I just like horror movies with personality. And I think once you slowly like start to get into like sequel after sequel after sequel, they stop having the, that personality. But like seeing the first like the first Halloween movie and like Get Out and like Us and and like those like scary things. But you also like can feel the director underneath like scream like i feel that way with scream too like they're a movie genre that's like not afraid to have fun same with rom-coms and like that's why they get uh snubbed at like academy award whatever because they Mm. they like have fun with themselves um in a way that like other movies don't and can't like i've not seen a drama that's like oh this is also like we know what we're talking about like we're kind of meta um I think that's what it is. They're just, like, exciting, and they, like, are a little adrenaline rush and a place to focus all of my extra energy. Also, they can say really smart shit. Like, I have have seen horror movies say smarter things than, like, family tragedies or whatever. Mm -hmm. Especially recently. The horror films recently have been so good. They're allowing themselves to be deep and cool and all the wacky things which is lovely well they've always been 
deep. The, I, there's yeah. a lot of like, there's a lot of academia, which is gross, but there's a lot of like feminist yeah. academia. There's a lot of like feminist horror readers. Like, there's tons of them. Mm-hmm. And like, I read the book. I I will put them all in the show notes. I can't remember. They're the ones Chelsea recommends on the Dead Meat podcast. Uh, but I've been reading through them, and they're like so fascinating. Like, like the concept of a final girl is so interesting and like when the final girl at the end gets to like kill the monster i think that's like such a fun trope i want to be a final girl so bad in a movie do it um fuck maybe i'll just make a movie and then make myself the final girl in it yeah (laughs) but they but and then also you have like night of the living dead and there's this documentary on shutter called horror noir which is like the history Mm -hmm. of black people in horror movies um, all the way from like Night of the Living Dead to like Candyman to like Get Out, and it's it's like mm-hmm. so fascinating to see the ways in which like race is used in horror, gender is used in horror. It's a place where like gender can be subverted in an in a really interesting, weird way. Um, sometimes you fall into some like not so great things, but then sometimes you get really interesting stuff. What's that like? Is it the second? uh nightmare on elm street that's just like he's gay yeah or something like i know what you're talking about but i don't remember like which one i guess horror films have always been the the genre that's most open to being i guess queer like we say like weird and like willing to have fun and stuff but i think that comes down to just being if if all the movies were clicks in high school, <laughs> the horror movies would be like the the people in the corner who like like the queer kids and the the, the all the kids who didn't necessarily fit in. So then when you get those kids to make a movie, it's it's some weird ass magic. Oh my god. <laughs> the alt emo queer kids of movies is horror movies. And then also you have the horrible like horror movies that are just like porn in the seventies. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, fully like which the the queer kids do not own. We don't. We didn't we make those. We didn't make those. <laughs> no. Um. What What keeps you going back to horror movies? I think it might go back to the the, the queer. The like it's one of the few genres that I don't necessarily feel represented, but I feel at home. And also, I I think specifically with the body horror. Mm movies i i am a human um who always is trying to interpret their body and figure out what it means and and what it's trying to say if you haven't noticed by all my weird sexual energy this episode (laughs) Um, but i think the horror movies really like tap into that in my brain the body horror movies and i get to explore that side of myself in a really grotesque weird way that isn't it's like it's like the kinky way of watching horror, of mo- watching movies. <laughs> it's like I don't want to talk about what it unearths in me because it's it's probably a little taboo and not like what needs to be talked about. But I get while I'm watching it, I don't have to talk about those things, but I can experience all all the taboo that like is going through my head and all the all the weirdness that goes through my body in a in a, a little shot of movie. Yeah. Like and also horror movies like play in the taboo so you don't have mm-hmm. to and you can like watch it yeah. and experience. I mean it's the same thing with like true crime. The reason a lot of people like listen to it is like you get close enough to the danger without actually like experiencing it yourself and then also like that's another place where I channel my anxiety. But yeah, like it's letting you like explore like the deepest, darkest, grossest, most distanced from us places um in like a safe way i love this i love these like realizations we're coming up with horror is cool horror is cool it's like so fun one time i was like on a date with this this person and i was like telling them how much i like horror movies and they were like oh my god are you like a psychopath and i was like what the fuck and they were like are you okay like what's wrong with you and i was like nothing i just think scary movies are fun like yeah and and they like truly like were so freaked out by how i was like oh i can like list like every single like friday the 13th movie in order and i can tell you what happened in all of them because they're like wild and funny and stupid and and this person was just like so freaked out and same with the true crime stuff they were like are you good and i was like yeah, I'm good. Like, I'm fine. Like, this is just, like, a fun thing for me to, like, listen to, and it keeps me sane. What's your date story? If I didn't listen to this stuff, I wouldn't be good. (laughs) 
when I was in high school, I was 18, I snuck out of my home and went on a date at 2 a.m. Well, no, not at 2 a.m. This is a different story. But I went, the same guy. I went on a date with this guy. Uh, his name was Wilkes. Of the booth variety. <laughs> of the booth variety. Uh, we, we went to see Jigsaw. <laughs> and, and we were the only ones in the theater. And he kept on kissing me and like getting all sexy with me. And I was like, can you stop? I'm trying to watch this movie. <laughs> yes. I, he was like, kiss me. I was like, they're like revealing all the things I need to see. <laughs> I'm watching the movie. The movie. No, yeah. Exactly. Same. I don't think I would ever like make out with someone watching like a body horror movie. Yeah, I don't know why he decided yeah, what like, that was the time. <laughs> we're watching Jigsaw, sir. Like I cannot. <laughs> yeah, someone's someone's head like split into like a bloom of a flower, and he's his tongue is like in my mouth. I'm like, okay, and like, stop. Mm, I it's not what I came here for. What I came here for was to watch Jigsaw. <laughs> that was our last date. <laughs> I had I had a I was dating someone in high school slash like into college. And we would watch Stranger Things, like, that was a show we'd watch. And then they always wanted to, like, make out or, like, whatever. And I was like, um, the plot of this show is so convoluted. Like, I am busy. Like, I am busy trying yeah. to watch Stranger Things. Yeah, it takes a lot of mental power to, like, kiss people. It takes a lot of mental power to watch Stranger Things. You can't I have cannot both. do it at the same time, so I've got to pick one. Yeah. And, like, I'm picking Stranger Things. But yeah, we love horror movies. They're queer and uh they yeah. make us feel they make us feel feel good. There's a mm-hmm. lot of like interesting writing on like the character from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's another one of my faves is Texas Chainsaw. Um I've never seen Oh my god, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. I love it so okay. much. Okay. I I was watching it with Adeline. Well, Adeline was not watching it with me cuz she would never watch it. But like yeah. we were in the Britney um <laughs> uh britney common room area and doing sketches for design because they were due the next morning and i like had texas chainsaw on um while i was doing sketches just to like calm myself down because i was like if the scary thing is happening on the computer the scary thing is not happening to me which is that i'm late on (laughs) no it was for sarita it was after debo left okay okay, yeah and then this guy like kept coming up behind me and be like what the fuck are you watching and i was like leave me alone it's, mind your own business, mind your business. i'm dude. watching texas chainsaw massacre like go away screen glimpsing is the new eavesdropping and it's <gasps> a little more scary t the last movie i watched in the theater was invisible man oh, i saw it alone that? I, I really liked it she's a good actor oh elizabeth moss yeah she's also a scientologist mm-hmm. yeah i know she's a little wacky but you know, you can't. Win you can't win them all. <laughs> um, sometimes Tom Cruise wins some, and sometimes you lose some. Um, but that also had the same like hysteria, like the woman, no one's believing her. But what I really liked is that the guy that she's living with, when she like, because what happens is she's like leaves her abusive ex boyfriend, and then like goes and lives with her friend's friend, and like he's a dude, and like he fully <sighs> believes her. And his daughter, like, oh. it takes a minute, but once he believes her, like, he fully believes her, and, like, he doesn't go back. And, like, that's really nice. So, like, you have a little bit of the hysteria, but the but the evil person, the invisible man, like, takes advantage of the fact that, like, no one would believe her. And, like, that's really interesting. interesting. So I like that, like, they comment on it, and it's less of, like, okay, woman's crazy again, because I hate that. I hate it so much. I want to make a horror movie. Where, like, all the scary stuff is happening to, like, dudes, and all the women are like, you're overreacting. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ask me. I will. Ca- oh, my God. <laughs> you could even kill me first. I don't mind. No, I just, like, wanna... <laughs> I don't want to kill you first. My goal is to be a dead body on SV. Oh, my God. I want to be a dead body. That's such a... Yeah, okay. We're manifesting. Me as a final girl. You as a dead body. <laughs> dead body. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> 2020 goals. No, stop. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe that, like, I sit down to, like, watch literally anything scary to, like, wind down from a day of, like, reading the news. 
Do you ever freak out about like living on a farm? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever freak out about living on a farm because it's like such a wide open space and like that's a really good setting for a scary movie? That would be a good setting for a scary movie, but weirdly the farm that i'm at is like in the suburbs it's a little homestead it's not like a big farm uh so there's like it's not a big wide open space and it's just like gaia's farm has a lot of people working on it it's just me and my friend on this farm because it's small Mm. but we have ducks and chickens it's still a farm ducks okay ducks and chickens makes it a farm and lots of plants plants and and like and compost and lots of things that's amazing um what's really interesting is like how horror movies take place in different settings and how that like influences the horror movie excited for your midsummer episode oh my god <laughs> i oh god i love midsummer so much but like in in the 70s something that was like a big thing was it was like serial killers on the highways and like this fear of like wide mm. open spaces and and like uh. that's why you have texas chainsaw in like the 70s and then you have like zombie movies that happen in cities because if a zombie outbreak were to happen it'd be much more scary to be in a claustrophobic space if you're in like a wide open area it'd be way easier mm-hmm. to get away from them so like how the like monster impacts the movie and then also like the setting impacts the movie as well mm-hmm. and like how our anxieties are mirrored in horror movies depending on like the decade like people look at hieroglyphics for for the history of humans and what they're afraid of and all that stuff but but now it's just going to be like oh the fears of the humans back in these days just just put on texas chainsaw (laughs) well like have you heard about like the way final destination like the move the horror movies that came after 9-11 are so Mm -hmm. drastically different and they like the final destination movies like came out after 9-11 it was like this fear of like predestination and like did the final? Uh, yeah, I guess it did happen before nine eleven. The first. One I think the on first the one happened before nine eleven. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, but yeah. I love those movies. <laughs> That's like I'm gonna play a little third grade Rube Goldberg machine <laughs> moment. He's like, you never know when it's gonna happen, but um. <laughs> we can have fun when it does. <laughs> but we can have some fun with it. Oh yeah. my god, I love it. I love it so much. There's a lot of really good like horror like feminist horror theory which is so cool and queer horror theory that like people should read more because Mm -hmm. horror movies are way smarter than we like give them credit for i've been on this kick i just i just think more people should read essays i just think they're cool i know i love essays too but i wish they were more um accessible yeah that's something that like really like presses me about academia is like sometimes people use just like huge words in them and like weird phrasing just to like show off yeah and i'm like this is true can y'all just like speak this is true but i'm also a culprit of it (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i feel like when i write i try to i mean in terms of like explaining concepts i don't try to like get really fancy um because i think Mm -hmm. that's like just a way that we like keep um marginalized people out of out of academia and and subsequently like the art that um it's about but like yeah i don't know like i i wish that more people could like pick up a feminist horror theory book and like have access to that and know that that's like a thing like there are whole like professors in colleges that teach like horror theory yeah i think it's important especially with um horror academia that the essays not just be like i think if you're writing about horror your essay should also be wacky and wild Mm. and they shouldn't just be like academic they should also be like written in cool ways that engage multiple audiences so it's not it's like there are moments where maybe someone doesn't understand the thing but it's if if you if you attack a point on different levels that aren't just like big words and are also like visceral things that will help you understand this point in ways that like this essay's structure like gets the idea across i think that is another cool way to get academia not to be so uh <clears throat> guarded and, and gated to the the general public that's so cool we should do with academia what the horror genre does for all of movies it's uh the content informing the container yeah oh my god I love you so much. 
I love you too. It's nice to see your face it's so nice. and hear your voice. It's so nice to see your face and hear your voice. The real horror is being lonely during a pandemic. Stop. I'm so lonely. <laughs> I'm so fully mm. lonely and like so touch deprived and like. We'll get through this. We will. And then we will. We'll be the final girls of this. Of this pandemic. pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully more people survive. But <laughs> Oh my God. Maybe the real final girl was the. <laughs> the friends we the made friends along we the way. Made along- Oh my god, Harris. Okay, I think that's a great place to to close out. Um, Harris, what are you working on? Right now, I'm writing a lot of poetry uh, on this website called allpoetry.com, which is kind of stupid, but it's lovely. And then I'm also working on a play called Dodge, and it's like a queer drama about a roommate who dies and how his, well, their roommates, pronouns don't matter in this play, how their roommates have to deal with that person's death and then another roommate comes in and starts acting like their dead roommate and they have to <gasps> confront this dead person and then a secret's revealed but uh watch for it i'm just... <laughs> if anyone wants to read it email me um uh, you better send it to me right now you better send okay. it to me right after we finish recording um i want to read that so bad um that's what amazing. are you working on <laughs> i'm a creative producer for this organization cac and we just released a newsletter. Um, and then also the first video that I produced uh, just dropped Tuesday. Um, so I'll put that in the show notes as well. We're highlighting student artists of color, which is just like very exciting. Um, and Shar is going to be in the next episode. Ooh. I know, Shar and Jonathan. And it's going to be like so cute and lovely and perfect. I miss Shar um, too, like all the time. Um, but yeah, I've never been in a room with like so many people of color and it's been very healing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm working on. And then um, I'm writing a short film. Yay. But yeah, like I will talk about that more some other time because I still need to write it. I'm like putting it off. <laughs> but yeah, um, we will link your poetry in the show notes. <laughs> Oh, so people goodness. can read okay. it and then you better send me your fucking play um okay i will amazing you can follow bitchy podcast at bitchy podcast on instagram and twitter you can send us an email at b.tchwhy at gmail.com you can follow me on instagram and twitter at need the underscore thabani t-h-a-d-a-n-i uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Harris Coenator, and it's A T E R at the end of Harris Coenator. And then on Twitter, my handle's at the real Harris B C. I see it, and I'm always like, the real Harris B C. <laughs> it's so um, stupid. <laughs> it's it's great. Um, leave us a review and rate us on iTunes. Thank you to our editor and co-producer, Cameron. You're amazing. Thank you for listening in on this nonsense um, and just Harris and I <laughs> giving movie recommendations the whole time. And, yeah, um, a lot of movies. <laughs> go watch all the movies we talked about. Thank you to our graphic designer, Jillian. You're amazing. Okay, yes, good night. Mwah. Happy Halloween. Happy October. Happy spooky month, bitches. Watch, watch Twitches on Disney. <laughs> watch Twitches on Disney+. Plus. Oh, my God. Okay, bye, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>